What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. I, too, have given her a teddy bear, although it didn't say more. It said peeps. It's the one and only <laughs> Teresa. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? That is so true. You gave me the peeps teddy bear for my 26th birthday. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. Been, it's been a while. Do you know where it is? <laughs> I think it's in Connecticut. What? You don't have it with you? I think it's one of our boxes. Oh, how dare you? That poor bear. I Sitting know. in a box. Whoa, where is Ricky the raccoon? That's true. Keeping Peeps company. I think Peeps is in Connecticut. Peeps is an adorable bear that I got. Where is the monkey covering eyes? Oh, that's a good Pillow question. emoji. I have no idea. Yeah, we, we sort of go through <laughs> cycles of gifts. I think it started out with stuffed animals. Not creepy. I gave you peeps. Yeah, but there is always a joke behind it. Like, I don't care for a teddy bear. I was like, I literally don't care. But there was a thought behind the peeps teddy bear. When When I first met you, you would continually call people. Your peeps. And your, I still do. Your coworkers, your friends. Yeah, they're I your, still do. They're your peeps. <laughs> and so then I saw that at CVS during Easter, I think. So I, Before Easter, yeah. Because I gave it to you for a birthday. Mm-hmm. So yeah, right before Easter and I gave it to you. And you gave me the monkey yeah. face emoji. Yeah, a pillow, like a stuffed animal. Because I guess we use that emoji. Yeah, on. all the time. That's oh. like my go-to. And you... I hooked you on that one. I do use it quite a bit now. Yeah. Anyway, some people are probably doing monkey face emojis in real life now, listening to us talk about how we give each other stuffed animals as as adults. With a meaning behind it. If you just gave me a a teddy bear, I would be like, what am I supposed to do with this? Right. Right? Some girls love it and I don't judge it. It's just, I feel like for me, because... I'm a creative person or I like to think I am. And Mm -hmm. so are you. I search for meaning behind things. You like a concept to something. Yes. So if you just give me a teddy bear, I'm going to be thinking like, all right, why? Like, do I look like a bear? Is my skin as soft as this bear? Like what's going on? Right. Right, right. I would not just take it as, oh, that's cute. I would want to know why. Yeah. And so that's how you and I think. And (laughs) that's why our stuffed animals made sense. Ben gave a reason because the bear said amour. And he's like, and I call you my amour. (laughs) But but a 50-year-old man giving a 20-year-old a teddy bear just comes out all wrong in all sorts of ways. All wrong. Right? Like if he included a bag of candy with it, that would have only made it worse. But it would have, it was the same idea. In, in a sense, it felt yeah. very kiddish. I mean, I've never heard him calling her Amor. Never. 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 Never, ma- never on the show. Maybe it's in those 10 pages of text somewhere. He just <laughs> didn't read it to us. Anyway, guys, what's going on? We are here near the end. Almost at the end. Almost. This this almost was the final episode, but then TLC said, wait, there's a little more. There's an hour more we have to show you. I almost feel like that hour is just going to be people leaving. Mm, we got to wrap up Johnny and Ella, although there's really nothing to wrap up. Are they, are, did, were they in the previews? I don't remember. Yeah. But I guess they could have wrapped it up the I last think, time we saw them. Who knows? I think they are all wrapped. Yeah, okay. So then we need to wrap, really, Gino and Jasmine. Yeah, but... 
he, all he has to do is to tell her about a prenup. Right, right. Like he like, proposed. But again, it's just an hour and then there's commercials. So it's mm-hmm. really 40 minutes yeah. of content. Here's what I think happened. Obviously, we had an extra couple. Or not an extra couple. We had the appropriate amount of couples. Mm-hmm. They were early exited from mm-hmm. the program. I'm talking about Caleb and Alina. And so I think they scheduled it out. They blocked it out. Here's how the season's going to roll. It's going to end on whatever right. day. And right. then they had to edit them all out. So you're left with hours of open TV time. You're right. That's that a great point. Now they're stretching, I guess. Speaking of Caleb and Alina, yeah. not to go deep on this, but I'm curious if they'll be part of the tell-all. Mm-mm. No? I don't think so. But I think they should be. I think they should be, and only to address everything that went down. Like, let's make this a learning experience. Let's make this TLC the learning channel, <laughs> right? Let's have Sean ask about it. Hey, what were you thinking? Why did you do this? What was yeah. the intent? Like, let's talk about it because just canceling someone and kicking them off our screens doesn't solve anything. No, I totally agree. And again, uh, we've addressed it several times. We don't support anything that she did or said, right? Yeah. That was absolutely wrong for on so many levels. However, yeah, like bring them on and let her say or at least apologize or yeah. explain. And then let's talk about their relationship because we did watch them for several weeks. Sure, a little I bit. I want to know yeah. what's going on. I mean, we know it ended. I think they wrapped well, that yeah, up and still. Caleb said, let's be friends and that's it. But I'm like, let's just address the elephant in the room. We treat this like racism or ignorance is a life sentence. Just because you were racist when you were 25 or however old she was, I don't know. Well, she's she's like 27 now. so Doesn't mean you have to be a racist for your entire life. Let's talk about it. Let's educate. Let's inform. And then you're more likely to go, yeah, I was an idiot. Like I was being so ignorant. But if you don't talk about it, you're just going to drive these people back to those groups and those communities where they feel accepted because we're not making them feel accepted. We're making them feel like the outcasts. Yeah. So I don't know if they'll be on. I don't think they'll be on, but we'll get an hour of content next week and then we'll get an hour of the tell-all and then we'll get our two-hour tell-all, I imagine, the week following. Sounds good. All right, and then we'll get a new season. It's about time I'm for a new season. I'm excited about the new season, but I am very excited about the tell-alls because... I love tell-alls. It's a little more difficult to podcast it's about so tell-alls. It's so difficult to podcast about it. But I love watching it. Like, it's definitely, if the tell-alls are good. Right. It's where Alphys the Segment was born. Yes. And indeed. where a lot of drama mm-hmm. is laid before us. You know, I don't think we have any Angela-like characters, but I can no. see some drama coming from hmm, Jasmine. Mike. Ah, Mike's going to try to play it cool. Um, Kimberly, I could see losing her temper a little bit, especially mm. once we address Zara. Because imagine we see if that they brought baby girl. Oh, they, no, on. she's she's not. Oh, welcome. that's right, she's canceled. She's, too. she's not welcome. But oh. yes, it's gonna it's gonna get juicy. I'm sure that will start next week. But until then, we got this episode. Before we jump into it, I was just gonna add one more quick thing. Do we want to tell our friends how we're going to approach the tell-all since it's one Uh, hour and then two hours? That's a good point. But then there's also an hour of the actual 90 day. That's a good point. So, I mean, it's hard to say before we watch it, but seeing how they're breaking it up, our plan is to just cover the one hour of content coming up this Sunday and Mm -hmm. we'll release that Monday night. 
and then we'll wrap the first half of the tell-all together with the second yes. part of the tell-all. And so we'll just have a tell-all episode. Mm -hmm. Although now when I'm thinking about it, it sounds all dangerous because we're basically signing up for covering three hours uh, of TV. We, we've, done, we've done just as bad, That's if not worse. True. The first episode of Maths was three hours. I know. And I don't know why. I don't know. But we're, we're built okay. for it. Okay. We're conditioned for this. We can do it, Teresa. All right. All right. So we got this episode. We'll talk about it in a second. Before we do, some quick housekeeping. Follow us on social media. If you're not doing it, follow us at Married to Reality Pod on Instagram. That's where you'll definitely find out how we're breaking down the episodes, what we're covering, when we're covering it. It's all at Married to Reality Pod on Instagram. Also, make sure you guys are following the podcast wherever you're listening. That way you'll never miss an episode, no matter when it drops. Follow us right now, wherever you're listening. So easy to do. Look down, smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot as Mahogany's acting. That was so not hot. It's the opposite of hot. She's it's pretty good because she's been acting so hard. Overacting. <laughs> oh, oh my God. I am over her acting because uh, she is overacting. It she goes like, they were talking about something. She's like, oh, Benjamin. Benjamin. That's so confusing. Uh, yeah. I feel like she has a small Bluetooth speaker in her pocket that she plays like telenovela music just to <laughs> add to the drama because it is such an act. It is. What bothers me the most is that she speaks English. Ah, oh, my God. Either be a better actress and fake it or speak the language. And the worst part is the producers make her speak Spanish when she's doing the confessionals. Yeah. Because they're like, well, this is the time we can control. Because we know you go in and out of English and Spanish when we're shooting live. But this is the time we can control, mm. make you speak Spanish so that we reinforce that storyline. Because you're not doing a too good of a job of ah, convincing people no. that you're Peruvian. Like Julia from Brandon and Julia. She cannot speak English. She cannot speak English. Yeah. And even if she did speak English, I would be like, yeah, this girl cannot speak English. Right, right. <laughs> but Mahogany, girlfriend, I mean, good for you, but good look at that. Good for you, there. yeah. You're bilingual, there. good for you. All right, so smash it like it's hot. And last but not least, if you haven't left a review, we would be so grateful if you could. I mean, look, we, you choose to spend your time with us weekly, maybe bi-weekly or tri-weekly, right? You give us your time and... We love that you do. We appreciate it so much. If you could just take another minute or two and rate or review the podcast, well, that's the best thing you could do for us. That's absolutely the best thing you can give us. And it just has to be, or it doesn't have to be, but it could simply be a minute of your time because I got, we got a review here. Well, look at you being a little selfish over there. I, I, I misspoke. <laughs> I misspoke. Okay. We got a review from one of our friends here, Shorty M3X. Okay. Hello, Shorty. And just like the name Shorty, it's a short but sweet review. Love it. Okay. And that's, Let's all, read it. that's all we need, read right? It. A little bit of uplifting and positivity. Five stars. Love it. Titled Great Podcast. Love it. Love it. Love tuning in every week. Exclamation point. Boom. Love it. You, you love tuning in every week. You just made our week. Okay. So simple, straight to the point. Shorty and sweet. Should be your new handle. <laughs> and we love it. So thank you so much. Take 30 seconds, a minute if you haven't done it. And if you could see how glowing Teresa is right now. I almost want to take a picture and post it. She is so glowing. Don't do it because smiling I'm, from ear to ear. Don't take a photo of me because I'm so puffy from the freaking pollen. Yeah. 
Maybe that's what's going on with me. I feel a little. I hate allergies. Guys, I suffer so much. I hate everything about this. And we have a lot of pollen. And you know what's funny? Last year when we were in quarantining, barely ever go anywhere, right? My allergies weren't that bad. Yeah. This year, it's out of control. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe that's what I'm struggling with. I, feel I don't think you have allergies. But- you didn't think I was lactose intolerant either. But now I have my nightly glass of milk and spend, well, we're not going to get into where I go. After I don't go to sleep. That's all I'll so say. So take some of my meds. Maybe I'll take some of your Zyrtec. Yeah, it doesn't work. Oh my gosh. Not a sponsor. <laughs> I mean, it does, but it's not as good as Benadryl. But that knocks cannot, you out. I cannot focus at work when I do Benadryl because I want to sleep. Understood. So it's, it's, it's a tough decision. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well. Let's get into a little 90-day, by the way, before we talk about this episode. Number one, a controversial 90-day couple, Mark and Nikki, they've filed for divorce. Hold on a sec. Mark and Nikki? Mark and Nikki's they're not an OG couple. They're from season three. But if you don't remember, they were controversial during their season because, well, a couple of reasons, but I think mainly if we thought Ben and Mahogany, if we thought... That was bad. At the time of filming, Mark, who is from Baltimore, he was 58. I think I remember. Let me. Nikki from the Philippines. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. She was nine. Oh, yeah. She was 19. Okay. I just looked them up, yes. She was oh, 19. I remember. So 58, 19, pretty controversial. They lasted seven years. I Mary. was literally going to say, I didn't think they were still together. They made it seven years, and now they're filing for divorce. Something else worth noting that I was reminded of while reading this and doing my research. After their season, they never partook in any of the spinoffs. Mm-hmm. They they opted out. And I'm not sure if it was their choice or TLC's choice because maybe you know, maybe you don't. They sued TLC what? after their season because of the way they were edited. They were saying, oh, this is not complete the truth. This is not completely reality. And they sued TLC. Did they win anything? No, the, the case was dismissed. I mean, you sign up for a reality TV. The cameras follow you. It's up to them to make the cuts. Yeah, you sign a contract that says you're going to be edited, you're going to be dubbed, yeah. this and that. And that's why the case was dismissed. But that could be why they weren't on any mm. spinoffs. I mean, But seven yeah. years... I almost say congratulations. Like, that's longer than I think any of us thought it I mean, would have lasted. if she stayed with him for a couple more years, then he would probably go and she could just collect. You mean pass? Yeah. Yeah. And she could just collect a, all his retirement money. I wonder if she's a citizen. Because if she's been in the States for seven years. She must be. She could be close if if not. So. She must be unless it's her decision not to be. But Right. Well, we'll see what happens. We'll see if she sticks around. So that's number one. By the way, number two... Let's call this pregnancy the segment, okay? Because we had one pregnancy announced on this week's episode. A couple more in the 90-day news. Oh, I I know this one. Well, then you may know one. I'll hit you with another. Tell me who you know. Libby and Andre. You got it. it. Congrats to Libby and Andre. They announced on social media they're expecting their second child. And not that I think they're in any danger of not being cast for another season, but this will definitely help. A future storyline. Oh, yeah. So that's baby number one. And another 90-dayer 
not pregnant, but just became a father for the second time, Jorge, George, George and Infisa. He has kids? Second child was just born um, in March, a couple days ago. He's got a girlfriend, Rhonda. Yeah. So they just gave birth to their son, George. Didn't he just get out of prison? Recently. Yeah. And I think I think they met on social media. Maybe she saw his mugshot or something like that. Did she did she get pregnant while he was I don't think in so. prison like no. Havana style? No, 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 no. Because <laughs> the first child was born in April of twenty twenty one. Her name is Zara. Oh, come on. So yeah. I mean Zara is a cool name, but Zara is cool. If our kid was named Zara, I would want to shop all the time. All Just the time. a constant reminder of the fact that I need more clothes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't need any more of that around here. But it is a cool name. Um, if you're interested in learning more about George and Rhonda, they have a YouTube channel named George and Rhonda. Very Classic. creative. Very original. And they have a couple of videos up there. Meet my family and Zara's birth vlog. Um, maybe a video of George's birth will be coming soon, but... That's what's going on in the 90-day baby world. Interesting. All okay. right. So congratulations to all. Congratulations to all. We love the babies. We sure do. We love the babies. All right. Let's get into this episode. Sunday night, 90-day fiance, before the 90 days. Should we talk about Gino and Jasmine? Let's do it. They are back in Panama City. And first I was like, okay, a new hotel or a new apartment rental it is a new apartment rental but it's jasmine's new apartment rental because she didn't want to live with her ex-roommates anymore which i understand can i ask who her roommates were because we heard nothing of them my only question is were her roommates her kids no. They used to live with her. They left. They went with grandma in the country during the pandemic. Are they like, we don't want, we don't want to live with mom anymore. <laughs> well, the no. roommates are moving out. I think she had a roommate that she okay. didn't get along with, which I mean, being there, done that. I hated, I know. I'm just going to, I'm just going to say I hated one of my roommates. She was the worst. She was giving herself enemas in the shared bathroom. She was just gross. Yeah. Yeah, and always complaining, always unhappy, and pooping with open doors. I'm like, get out of here. You didn't have anyone cough up $700 so you can get your own place. You just moved in with me. Eventually, I did, yeah, Mm -hmm. but we had the opposite issue. She didn't have the money to pay for the rent. Oh. But luckily, I mean, I told her, talk to the landlord. I'm not paying for this whole freaking place. Yeah, so like I said, Gino is apparently paying for this place. You know what's funny? She reminded me a lot of Jasmine, now that I'm thinking about it. Hmm. Big fake boobs. Okay. Always complaining, always having issues with everyone. Always okay. being emotional, always complaining. I think I said it. What was her she name? She also was a vegan. What was her name? Irena. Hmm. Hope okay. she's listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't get why Gino's paying for this, or at least I don't get why he's paying in full, because we just came off an episode where Jasmine... I don't know if she bragged, but she definitely made it known that she makes 3000 a month. So this is what I started thinking about this whole thing, right? Yes. She said, oh, I make 3000 a month as a teacher. Are you going to substitute my salary mm-hmm. if I cannot work because of the nudes, et cetera, et cetera. But before you go any further, I just want to make it clear. 
We know Jasmine makes 3000 a month. How much does Gino make a month? Just remind me, how much does Gino make a month? Zero. Zero, okay. So but I think he used it. to make a lot of money. Maybe. Moving on. 3000 versus zero yeah. and Gino's paying. Okay, go ahead. So now she's saying, oh, the, the rent is 700 a month. It's a lot for me. It's not a lot for Gino, but I cannot afford it even with my three jobs. Wait yeah. a minute. You said you make 3K as a teacher, right? That's one job. Mm -hmm. If you had another two jobs, as you just claimed, that would be more money. Mm -hmm. Or even if you made 3K total with three jobs, a $700 apartment is cheap. If oh, you yeah. make 3000 right? That's it's not cheap. cheap. It's, it's not affordable. cheap if you make 3000 but it's definitely affordable. You're it's not affordable. stretching your budget. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't understand this fully. I mean, I paid 1400 for a room in New York and I made like $2,000. A month? Yes. Just think about it. No. Yeah. Uh, you were living beyond your means, I was paycheck to paycheck and it was before I had like three jobs. I yeah. was, it was before I started working actually. Uh, in my field, I was babysitting. I was being a hostess. I did another babysitting, but nothing was, you know, a stable job. Yeah, I had the hostessing a couple hours a day or a week, right? Yeah. But I made it work, and sometimes I made more. Sometimes I made less. Yeah. But I made it work so for a while. <laughs> I think it's a little bit of a control move. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit of a power move because she can definitely afford it. She was paying rent somewhere else unless Gino was paying her rent there. And we don't know about that. But so you should at least be taking those funds. If you want to go halves on it, if you want to upgrade your lady, Gino, and you want to say, you know what? I know you can only afford 500 a month. I want you to get this place. I'm going to chip in a few hundred a month. That's mm -hmm. understandable. I get that. But you're going to pay for everything. Yeah. And then you're going to pay cable and internet and electric. It's like at least everything. Let her take on the utilities or yeah. something. I was literally going to say that even if they split it in half 350 each, I don't, I feel like Gino could make it work again. 350 Jasmine, if you have a job, it should yeah. be fine. Yeah. I'm so confused by this storyline too, because why didn't we see them apartment hunting? Like that would have been Interesting to me, we saw Brandon and Julia go apartment hunting mm -hmm. on their season. I would have loved to see Jasmine walk around and just tear places apart. There are a few things we did not see on this episode, and we'll get there. Like with Hamza and Memphis, we didn't see them being on their honeymoon at all. That's a good point. Nothing. That's, we saw the last day. And honestly, I hope it's because they enjoyed a honeymoon to themselves and didn't True. have to film and didn't have production. But that's a good point. Uh, but back to this so Gino's going to pay for it. And on top of it, now he's saying, well, I'm going to have to start looking for a job because Jasmine's basically demanding me pay for the apartment. And that's the whole other issue. It's not like, oh, he's got millions in the bank. We'll get to how much he has in the bank. It's not like he's got millions in the bank and he can just sit at home and live his life and pay for it. You're going to make Gino pay for your apartment and then make him go get a job so he can pay for your apartment. Mm -hmm. That yeah. blows my mind. And it's not just her apartment and the utilities and his apartment and his utilities. It's the K-1 visa. That's expensive. It's, it's Jasmine saying, when I come to the U.S., I'm going to change everything. Oh, yeah. That's expensive. And she said, well, Gina, just find any job. Like, work at a restaurant. Which I don't buy for a second because you're going to let Gino go work at a restaurant surrounded mm -hmm. by other ladies? Oh, yeah. Plus, he has... 
and education and experience in his field. Just try to find a job in your field. Yeah. So let's talk about his retirement account because we don't know how much is in his savings, but we know in his retirement account, there's 650000 That's a good start. That's a, that's a nice it's a nice nest egg for one man, I would say. It's not enough to retire, not at 51 by any means. No. They say when you're 65, I think you need like a million. So million you're 50, and a half. So you're, eh, maybe. I mean, it depends how you want to live your life. You want to get an RV and go live in that? If you want to maintain your level of comfortability, your life at the moment, I think it's like you need 80% or 70% yeah. of your current income for those many years. He's 51. He's got 650 for retirement. That's not enough if he was 65. So now you're going to add a second person mm-hmm. using that money? I don't also, think so. don't use that money. You are 51. You have 650K. Keep working for another 15 years. Yeah. Add to this fund and then retire with the appropriate amount so you don't struggle. Instead, is he going to blow this on Jasmine? Right. And I don't know. As we said, he he's noted that it's for retirement. I don't know if it's a 401k I think or it if is. it's in stocks and he's just saying this portfolio is for retirement. If it's 401k and he's withdrawing it before retirement, he's going to get taxed. I think I think he said it's stocks. He said my stocks got so high and I have 650. Mm. But that is not going to stay that way. Doesn't he have to sell the stocks? Well, you'd have to cash out. You'd have to cash out. Again, we don't have enough information to know. Is he playing the market or these company stocks in his 401k? We don't know. But what I do know is you can't retire at 51 on 600,000 with two people. No. So for her to now be siphoning off 700 a month so she can live in a nicer place and make him go back to work, that, that wouldn't fly with me. You cannot retire at 65 for two people with 650K. Imagine you live for freaking additional 30, 30 years. Yeah. What are you going to do? I can't do the math, but I mean, you could. You could always yeah, you make something. But. You can make something work. But yeah, to put Gino in this position, it's not, it's not the best. Yeah. So we go to a new day and Gino's alone. He's like, I know Jasmine wants me to eat more healthy, but she's napping right now. So I'm going to go get some pastries. Yeah, he sneaked a little donut. Yeah. And FaceTimed Uncle Marco mm, to hello, fill him in Marco. on. We love Marco. I and was calling him Michael this whole time, but sure. Oh, it's Marco. Yeah, I yeah. like that better. Um, Gino tells Marco that he recently proposed to Jasmine, and she said yes. And Marco's response, just wonderful. I mean, oh, man, that's fantastic. What a fairy tale story. What a fairy tale story, Gino. Beauty and the Beast. An absolute <laughs> fairy tale. But I'm glad that Gino is being truthful because he's like, oh, it's not always, not always great. We have our ups and downs. Yeah. Which is sad when you have to say this after you announce your engagement. Right. Right. It's like, ah, oh, that's a little backwards. Mm-hmm. You should voice your concerns and settle those first. Well, Marco is like, is voicing his concerns because he's like, and did you talk to her about a prenup? Mm, not lately. Oh, because mm. Gino is afraid. Not he's lately. afraid that she's going to lose her shit, which she probably will. She probably will. But he's like, yeah, it's like, um, yeah, I'm, I'm afraid. Let's <laughs> say no joking around, Gino. Let's say no joking around. You worked your butt off to get where you are. You got to protect yourself. 
and we we learn he wasn't protected in his past marriage, and he lost a good deal of money mm-hmm, during the divorce. Ex, yeah. Yeah, so he's nervous. He thinks Judah or Jasmine may blow up, but Mark was like, you got to tell her before you leave. Better she flips out now than nine months mm-hmm. into marriage or whatnot. Yeah, he has to tell her. And if not in person, when he lands, FaceTime and see, because she might blow up to the point that you're not getting married. Yeah, if you don't want to be the man, Gino, and do it face to face, at least the minute you land in the safety of the States, FaceTime her and tell I her. mean, Jasmine should be okay with it for a lot of reasons, but let's begin with Gino paying for everything. Yeah. If you're going to get so pissed that you that I explode and say it's over, your apartment is over. True. Your income is over because... Uh, I mean, she's not a Jimena. No, she no, no, but still she made works. it sound like... She made it sound like she need the money, so... I don't think she does, though. I think it's a power move. She just told us she makes 3K a month. Yeah, but then she said, oh, she cannot afford $700 apartment. Nah, if she's, she, she's if she makes 3000 a month, then wouldn't it be a power move saying... Yeah, I can afford this without Gina, but I mean, I have a fiance, so he should take care of me. That's Maybe. a power move. Maybe. Not saying, oh, but I cannot afford it without Gina. Like, I don't know what to do. You don't want me to live on the streets. I know. Yeah. It's it's very confusing, but. It is. And someone's very... lying. Someone's lying. And I don't know who. It's a, Yeah. Maybe we'll get answers on the tell-all. I don't know. I hope so. I, I hope Marco doesn't join us on the tell-all because if he zooms in, he will never be able to hang up and leave the tell-all. Sean will be like, okay, thanks, Marco. Um, thanks. <laughs> I don't know how to hang this thing up. How do you, how do you turn this off? I can't get it. <laughs> such a, we love, such a cute we man. love like grandmas and grandpas. We love getting the checks. <laughs> they all, we've all been there during the pandemic. I'm so scared for that day. When we no longer know how to work No, you got to keep up. You have to keep I know, up with technology. You have to keep up. I'm already slacking. I already don't understand half the new apps that uh, you do. the kids are raving about. Yeah, well, when you are in your 60s, I doubt that you would want to be on TikTok. But it's not I don't want to be on TikTok Zoom. now. Yeah. I don't, don't want to be on, I'm not on TikTok now. Can't. All right. Okay. Um, next day, Gino and Jasmine out in Old Town. This place is rocking at night. His choice of words always cracks me up. This place mm-hmm. is really rocking. Um, so he knows the time's running out. He wants to talk about the prenup. So they sit down at a restaurant, and Gino, he's about to go for it. He's about to do it. He mustered mm-hmm. up the courage, and he goes, I think pretty soon we should talk about things we need to figure out before we get married. And Jasmine's like, okay, well, I don't want to make this dinner negative, but I have to say it. All the issues we have are because of your exes. And now that we're at a point where we can talk about it, I discovered something that really pissed me off. She's like, bitch still has your last name. Mm-hmm. What bothers me is that she keeps calling them bitches without knowing them. Well, yes, I I see your point. Because, but like, there's the, the only the only circumstances she's been introduced to these women in are bitchy circumstances. Oh, she's got pictures of my of my naked body. Oh, she's messaging me that you and her were going on vacations. Like every interaction she's mm-hmm. had with these exes, it's it's not it's true, nice. But it's not rainbows and butterflies. That's one ex. 
Right, she right. She calls all of them like bitches. I think it's this one. I think it's this you one. Think it's just oh, one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. How many exes do you think Gino has? I'm not talking sugar babies. I'm saying actual relationships. I mean, that's not his ex-wife, I doubt. I don't think. I think so. You think it is? Had his last, she took his last name. Uh, that's the art. That's what the argument's you're right, about. You're right. You're right. Right. You're right. The the side I would take is I agree with Jasmine, at least when it comes to Facebook, because that's what she's talking about. She's like on social media, your ex still has your last name. That you could change in four seconds. Well, true, but okay, if you are with someone for several years and everyone gets to know you. No. Maybe. People change their names on Facebook all the time. My sister, when she became a teacher, she used her middle name, I think, because she didn't want people to be able to look her up. You can just, doesn't matter. Once you're I mean, friend- now you can look her up. Sure. But once you're friends with someone, it doesn't matter. Your first name's the same. Change the last. You'll still find them. All right. On Facebook, but in real life, I don't think in you need In real to- life. I get it. If you were married for a year or two, yes. Like, Get, get it out of the way. If you are married for 20 years or 10 years and you keep the last name because you're used to it, I feel like it's okay. Yeah, I don't know why you would want to keep the last name of your ex. I think you'd want to reclaim your identity apart from that person you divorced. But sure, in real life, it's a hassle to go change it. I think she also, well, we know she was from Brazil, I believe. Yeah. So who knows what that does with your documents. You'd have to go and... I mean, by now, she must be a citizen, so... But she'd still have to go do her green card and... I'm saying she, by now, she must be a citizen. But don't, won't you get other... Won't you get if other you're documents a citizen, or no? If you're a citizen, you don't need a green card. But I was just... Okay, social security cards and yeah, it's, driver's it's easy. license and yeah, credit it's cards. Easy too. It's easy. So now you're taking my side. I'm mm-hmm. saying, why don't you change it? I'm saying it's easy in certain states. It's easy in Florida. Every state has a different yeah, rules. There's no rules in Florida. You can do whatever you want. You don't even uh, need a last name in Florida. For me to change think. my last name, I went to the social security office. I was there for 10 minutes. And then I changed my driver's license. That's it. Your I last didn't. name is not changed in Czech, though. No. Right? No. And we're not been married, married in Czech. Two plus years. <laughs> oh, we're not married in Czech. No, we're not. We're married where it matters. Yeah, we'll get married in Czech. I'll file the paperwork. Yeah. It's just it's just a lot and takes time and I want to do it in person. Okay. Understood. All right. Okay. Well, that's Gino and Jasmine, unless you have anything else to say about them. I hope he'll tell her about your prenup. Yeah, he's got I want to hear it. He's got to he's got to get it out there. And again, we say it all the time. Prenups aren't necessarily a bad thing. It's maybe not the most romantic idea. Oh, we're going to get divorced potentially. And so here's something to protect us. But you could write in anything. In the prenup, you could write in, oh, Jasmine's going to get 90% of my assets and I'm going to mm-hmm. keep 10. It doesn't have to be a bad thing. Yeah. So, And especially if you're young and you both are starting your careers, you have literally, you you don't own anything, right? Well, that's you don't, not this case. I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying you don't really need a prenup, but... Well, we're not lawyers. Just to put it out there, we are not lawyers. No, Do I'm not just, come to Married to Reality for legal advice. Yeah, don't. But with someone who has, who who's lived most of his life, right? Yeah. He's in, in the second half and has some money saved up. He, you probably want to protect yourself, not just because of that. Also because your relationship is crazy. Oh, Every yeah. single it's day so you volatile. fight. It's so crazy that... Even if you were the same age and he had 650K in his savings account or whatever, you should still protect yourself because your relationship is out of control. 
And it's a pretty new relationship. This is the first time they met each other in person, yeah. right? It's like the opposite of lovey-dovey. So yeah, protect yourself. Absolutely. And she should just be like, you know what? Sounds good. Maybe write something in that I'm not going to end up on the streets. Of course. But maybe you keep your 650000 sure. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to Mike and Jimena because so many thoughts, so many feelings okay. about this one. So we picked up where we left off. Mike is running. Yeah. He's uh, <laughs> jogging through the streets of Colombia. And the producer's talking to Jimena, asking, why did you end the relationship? Yeah. And she just doesn't feel good with him. And she's like, I don't want to live unhappily my whole life. And you got to respect that because she very well could have kept taking the money, kept playing this long distance game, doing whatever she wants in Colombia and getting the check and visiting with him, you know, a couple times a year. She could have played that on for a long time. She could have, but he started being very involved, coming there all the time. Right, right. Planning the wedding. And if you don't like someone, you just, it's the feeling that you just are grossed eye by that person. Sure. You don't want to have them around. And she's like, I get it. Like maybe for my kids' future, it would have been good. But I also want to be happy. Yeah. Which is so the, good. That's the ultimate. That's the most yeah, important value thing. yourself. I get it. You, you would sacrifice things for the kids. But... Living unhappily your whole life. And she's so young. I think we Absolutely. keep forgetting she's 24. Yeah. If so she, she was still meet someone who will help her with the kids and make her happy at yeah. the same time. If she was 54, 64 and you go, I had my fun. You know what? I had fun. Mm-hmm. Dated around. Maybe got married once before. And like now I'm just going to be totally focused on my kids. Maybe you kind of sacrifice your own happiness. But at 24... Yeah. No, good. Empower yourself and have fun. And I'm sure we all have been there when you date someone and after a couple of dates, you're like, ah, like I can't even look at this person. Yeah. And you just want to end it immediately. And you do for them. He is all the way in her country. <sighs> so it's not as easy as sending a text message saying, uh, this is over. Goodbye. Right. Right. So Mike goes back to talk to her. He wants to double check that the relationship is over. He doesn't really believe it and here comes the sad truth that he never had a relationship because he doesn't know what to do he doesn't know how to accept something that's broken and ended i just accept it and at least digest it before you try to march back well because the whole thing was based on money and so in his mind I pay you, you take your top off. I pay you, you kiss me. I'm still paying you. So why are you Mm. ending that, right? My credit card wasn't declined. Why are you (laughs) declining this relationship? So yeah, he can't wrap his mind around. He's like the the good old US American dollar is still valid. I don't understand why you don't love me. Well, she says, I love you. I'm not in love with you. Yeah. Which I don't buy. I don't think she even loves him. She loves the money. Yeah. She's not, she doesn't love him. She's not in love with him. She may feel bad for him a little at the moment. Maybe. He's trying to speak some Spanish. And then he's like, I mean, he went as like, um, I don't want you to stay at the house. You need to get a hotel. And Mike is like. And I'll pay for it. Yeah. And Mike is like, no, por favor. Let me say, (laughs) por favor. I want to stay in the apartment, por favor. Because. 
He thinks that if he stays a night, that they right. can fix things. Of course. But he goes, I'll sleep in another bed at the house. Mike, you always sleep in another bed. How is that any different? Right? Oh, it should be like, oh, I'll sleep on the couch. Mm-hmm. You always sleep on a, in another bed in another room. Did you see as they walked to the cab, he was still acting like her boyfriend. He went to go grab her hand. Yeah. And like hold her hand. Yeah. He, because he really doesn't understand. No, no, oh, no. Oh, she can, she can end this relationship. She yeah. has the power to end a relationship. Yeah, so they get home and Zulan is waiting there. So they all does she just sit? Does the family just sit in that living room twenty four hours a day? I think they do. Nobody works. What they do? Nobody works, and the the full time job is to just patrol that living room. I mean, someone has to start working soon. (laughs) But yeah, yeah, Zulan is just sitting there, and I would yell at Mike too because he just walks all over the carpet with his shoes. With his shit stained shoes. Ew, and he man like. I get it. Like, she's getting so annoyed with him that even a small thing like this that oh, yeah. I would normally, if you did, I would be like, hey, don't don't walk on the carpet in a nice way. Yeah. But if you're just like, if you're so fed up with someone. When they sneeze. Yeah, you're just you like, off. oh my God, stop yeah. sneezing. God damn it. Yeah. yeah. No, of course. And Zeleny kind of wants to know what's going on. I think Mike, he says he's tired. He wants to sleep. I think he's just buying time. He's mm-hmm. like, no, 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 like. Let's save the talking. I want to make it through the night. I want to stay. We could talk tomorrow. And that's what he says. He's like, so because she let me stay, it means that it's yeah. not over. She she might want to work things out. Oh, my God. Right. You know why you're saving, saying over? Because you said, por favor, like five times. Right. And she felt bad for you. Right. Right. It's, it's I don't know if it's the same thing, but a lot of guys, a lot of people, they'll be on Instagram. They'll post a photo, a selfie. A girl likes it. <gasps> Oh, she, oh, she must, mm-hmm. she must want me. She must want to bang. She liked my Instagram <laughs> photos. Like, no, she just saw a photo. She liked it. Whatever. Move on. She just lets you sleep over. She doesn't want to work on the relationship. No. She doesn't care about you anymore. She just feels bad and is tired of fighting with you. So she's going to let you go yeah. to sleep. So <sighs> he, he says he wants to sleep. Jimena fills her sister in though, saying, I told Mike, I didn't want to stay with him. And she says, I love him, but everything changed. And then she goes, he left running. He, he went and he ran all the way around the block. <laughs> 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 and, and she goes, you know, I'll have to go back to work. And even though we won't have as many things, we'll have a roof. We'll have food. We'll have what matters. We'll have the important things. Yeah. No, that's good. Yeah. Well, the next day, Mike is packing his clothes very, very sad. Telling Jimena that he's packing. Amor? Uh, Amena? It's like, <laughs> some, you know, some old habits die hard. Oh, my gosh. And he's like, yeah, a small part of me feels that it's not over because she's letting me stay. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. Um. So she gives the rings back. Wait, okay, okay. Let's pause. She gives the two rings back. So an engagement ring? Yes. And did they go shop for wedding bands? They don't even have a date set. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, she's giving the two rings back. And Mike is like, keep them until we can work our differences. No, we we solved this. We're breaking up. Oh my, I honestly, that's a real naivety to segment. And yes, maybe some of you might feel bad for Mike. I feel bad for him for being naive. Mm. I feel bad for him for not seeing what's right See, in front I don't. of him. I, I don't. I won't even give him that because I do feel bad for, like, I feel bad for ignorant people. I do. Cause I'm like, you don't know better. Like that's the definition of ignorance is you don't know. 
you don't know what you don't know. You, you don't know. And I feel bad for you. I wish you would educate yourself. Mike, I think, knows, but he thinks he's in control. He thinks he's got power. So he's like, you can't do this. Like, I'm the mm. one who decides. So I don't feel bad for him. I don't think he's that naive. You I, don't? No, I think he's just shocked. Like, wait, you think you have a say in this relationship? No, I'm Maybe. paying. I have all the say. You might be right. That's how, I mean, yeah. we'll talk about it. He, keep, he keeps going harder and harder, like, mm -hmm. to a point where it's scary. That's not naivety. Yeah, no, that's scary. Yeah, it's 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 scary. So, <laughs> so yeah, Mike's like, take, yeah, I don't know how to say it. Mike's like, you keep the rings until they're safe. We'll, so they're safe. We'll work out our differences. And the man's like, no, the relationship's over. I don't want them. I'm keeping everything else. I'm definitely keeping like the fridge and the shoes and the purse. I'm keeping all that. You can take the rings. Okay. Then Mike said. I'm sorry, but I'm like getting so worked up because yes, I'm taking it back. I don't feel bad for him. I felt bad for him when he was running around, but he said something that really pissed me off. He said, you realizing that you're losing the best thing that you could uh, ever have. What is that statement? Right. Like? And rightfully so, her rebuttal, so spot on, so perfect. She says, my kids are the best mm -hmm. thing I could have. And yes, okay. But for, yeah, for Mike to even go there. Oh my God. He thinks he's so great. Like I, if, I don't want to put the words in my mouth, but if something ever happened between us, I wouldn't even say something like that to you after being married for years and being in a relationship. Like I would never don't say. Even say. Don't even say. But you know, there. like for him to think that. Well, okay. I think, and I'm not talking, I'm not generalizing or anything, but I think a lot of these American men, and I'm talking about American men specifically because of the show. Yeah. If they are unlucky in love in the United States, trying to find someone who lives nearby or who speaks the same language, right? And it's not working out. They think they found someone from a different country who needs them beyond just partnership, who needs right. their financial support, who needs 100%. anything. They think that they have this special power over them, that they are everything. But that's not true. Well, I hate to use the buzzwords. I'll use it because this is what people call it is like the savior complex where I'm coming in to save you. Yeah. And uh, fuck the buzzwords. We don't need to use them. We can explain it better. What he's saying is I'm the best thing you've ever had because I give you money. I buy you things. So he thinks that's all that matters to her because he's not providing happiness. Mm -hmm. He's not providing love. He's not providing anything other than material things. So when he says you're losing the best thing you've ever had. He's basically saying, you know, all you care about is material things because that's all I provide. And that's yeah. what you're losing is material things. Well, he it's thought sick. that it was love, but. Did he though? Come on. I guess maybe that's the naive part is that he thought she loved I him. I really think he did. Yeah. He's, yeah. He tried not to fart all the time for her. <laughs> he, he clenched his cheeks. <laughs> that's about as far as he went. And he goes, throughout our relationship, I was able to keep you and your children secure in this house so you weren't on the street, which is so insulting. It is. Like, you're saying if it weren't for you, they'd be on the street? Because I'm pretty sure they weren't on the street before you. So what makes you think they'd be on the street without you? Mm -hmm. And then it continues because Mike wants to see the kids. Yeah. Yeah. Well, first... Jimena responds to that comment about being on the street. She says, you helped me with my rent. That doesn't mean I would have been on the street. I could have modeled. 
and that'll, oh, you're right, you're right, and you're that'll right. pay for rent and food. And this is where it gets oh, yeah, you're juicy. Right. I almost forgot about it. Cause Mike goes, oh, what kind of modeling are you going to, you going to do? You going to go back to that adult modeling job? And Amanda goes, what's wrong with that? You met me while I was working that job. A webcam model. Woo! We didn't know that, did we? I mean, we saw the the leaks on social media. Yeah. But we, you know, we're not going to go with anything until we know it is verified. But I agree with Amanda. What's wrong with that? Yeah. Especially since that's how you met her. Clearly, you don't have a problem with adult models because you tried to marry Mm -hmm. one. And apparently, he was there every single day and... He offered help. Yeah. To her. He, he said, I imagine, I'm reading between the lines here. He gave her how many hundreds of dollars a week and then said, you know what? Let me just buy you. Let me try. You get off, <laughs> you get off this site and I'll just send the money directly to mm-hmm. you. You be my girlfriend. And that's what happened. And he's surprised that this relationship is all about money. It it was based on money. From the start, it was about money. Mm-hmm. You literally met her because you were paying for her. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I can open opportunities for you in New York. Yeah, she doesn't want to go to New York. She doesn't. And you don't even live in New York City, Mike. So. Yeah. And and now he's wrapping his head around that. Oh, okay. She was using me for money. Mm-hmm. She was, And Amanda's like, yeah, don't send me money then. Like, go stay in a hotel. I don't want you to stay here. Go get out of here. And Mike's like, I have proof I pay the rent, so I'm not leaving. Oh my gosh, yeah. And he, I feel like he's still not getting it because he's like, why are you acting like this? She's yeah. like, oh my God, just get out. Like I, She's like, I don't even know how to explain it to you anymore. And I feel her frustration. It's, it's like talking uh, to a wall. It's so embarrassing. And I hate to, to say this because it's an accusation that uh, it's a serious one, but I'd be scared if the cameras weren't there. If producers oh, weren't yeah. there, like... His behavior was so threatening mm-hmm. and trying to be manipulative and controlling and just not taking no for an answer mm-hmm. that it could have escalated. Oh, yeah. To a very dangerous situation. Uh, he basically runs away to the bedroom and he tells the camera, it makes me feel like shit that nothing else mattered but the money I sent to her. For all I care, she can be an adult entertainment model. She's a mean, evil, cold bitch. He's your de puta. <laughs> loves flexing his Spanish. <laughs> you learned that one. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but Mike's being a little bitch. In he this, is being a little big in, bitch. In this situation, he's being a big bitch. Like, just get out of there, Mike. Come on. Um, so Jimena goes outside to talk to her sister. And her sister's like, you're the first woman he's had. So he doesn't know how to be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, I'll, I'll agree with the sister here. On top of that, this is not your normal relationship. This is a relationship that was based on money. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. So this is very different for him. Very different. But Mike is not giving up yet. He oh comes and sits next to them outside. Oh, like was he drunk? This is this is such intoxicated behavior where he just can't comprehend what's happening. It's so scary. And he's like, I just want to say stayed last night so I could say goodbye to the kids. And he man is like, I don't want you here. Like I don't want you to say goodbye to the kids. And I thought the kids weren't there. I thought maybe they were staying the night with the parents mm-hmm. or something and they were going to come. Then we see the kids. Yeah. They were there. Just you say goodbye now and leave. You woke them up yelling. Just, mm-hmm. yeah, say goodbye and get out of there. And yeah, Jimenez says, no, I don't want you to stay here. Mike's like, you're acting very immature. And Jimenez's like, I don't care. I don't want you here. Mike starts begging basically to be able to say goodbye to the kids. 
And Amanda's just like, it's over, leave. Mm -hmm. She's like, I don't want you here. And he's like, well, you're only saying that because you're angry. I'm going to sleep. He does not value, <laughs> he does not value her decisions or her feelings at all. I would grab him and like, threw him outside. Yeah, yeah. He just goes up and goes to sleep. It's like, what, how, how did you come to this conclusion that you're welcome here? Mm-hmm. And it gets worse because she follows him. She gets pissed and she got to him and then she's like, this is stupid. But Mike, <laughs> well, Mike yeah, Spur, says this is yeah, stupid. Mike's poor comment of the Spanish language. I mean, he can curse. Yeah. But he doesn't fully understand because he goes like, you are stupid. You're stupid. <laughs> and it's like, uh, no. Amanda says, like, no, 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 no. Here, so here's what just happened. She said, this situation is stupid. She wasn't attacking you at all. She said, the situation's stupid. And Mike's like, oh, no. Oh, my God. Okay. And... Then, like, Harold Steven goes and consoles Jimena. Oh, my gosh. Mike's crying, whether they're real tears or not. Who knows? And Jimena's sister's like, take a deep breath. It's it was like, Zuleni, not Jimena. You keep saying Jimena. Jimena's sister, I said. Oh, I I've, said, okay. I think I said Jimena's sister. Um, because this, this reaction is your first breakup. Oh, my gosh. Like, this is Mike living his first breakup whether, you know, when it happens to most people, it's middle school or mm-hmm. high school. Like he's there hyperventilating and Zuleni's like, take a deep breath. It's going to be okay. There are plenty of fish in the sea. You'll get through this. He's like, if, if I go to the hotel, can I come to Warren and say goodbye uh, to everyone? You all were so nice to me. And I, I felt bad for Zuleni because she's being put in the middle. Yeah. Making decisions that I'm sure... Jimena wouldn't be happy about, but she, I feel like she does feel bad for Mike. Yeah. So she's like, sure, you know, go to the hotel, listen to what Jimena's saying, leave, come say goodbye tomorrow, and that's it. And if Jimena's 24, Zeleny's probably like 11. So she's <laughs> acting very mature. I mean, we know mom is like 17 and a half. So all very young, but very mature. Yeah. And quite the eye-opening episode for for Mike. For sure. I mean... Sometimes you need to learn the hard way. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's a tough lesson. It's like, I feel like everyone should have a bad job once in their lifetime, like a really shitty job with a really shitty boss that they hate mm-hmm. and they realize what they don't want so they can appreciate and know what to look for in the future. Being there, done that, I freaking hated my previous job. Well, Jimena was the one with the bad job and a bad boss in this situation. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're talking about Mike? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. So that's Mike and Jimena. I think after that segment, we need to take a break and maybe get a drink. And yes. we'll be back. In a second. And we're back to talk about another absolute predator. All right. Let's talk about Ben and Mahogany. Ben, <laughs> Ben, if nothing else comes from his time on TV, I hope he reassesses his wardrobe. I hope he finds a, a new MUA. And I hope What's he, MUA? A makeup bars. Come on, Theresa. Get with it. <laughs> I hope he finds a new MUA and reassesses his wardrobe because... This segment starts with him putting on his cool pastor shirt. Like, you know, that's the cool pastor shirt. Oh, you see, I missed that. It was like straight off the sales rack from Ed Hardy. It had like all the bedazzled design Uh, on the back. Yeah. Yeah. What bothers me the most about his outfit is that weird backpack. Is it the one with shoulder backpack? And what's in the backpack? (laughs) 
Just get a cool fanny pack, dude. Oh, okay. Like a backpack. It's sort of an oxymoron, but okay. Yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> like, what do you carry around that you need a backpack for? Also, I get it. You want to have your money secured in your pocket. Fanny get a pack. fanny pack. It's in yeah. the front. Yeah, fanny pack. Yeah. And then you wouldn't cover up that cool design on the back of your shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, we should thank him that he's wearing the backpack oh so we're gosh. not blinded by that knockoff Ed Hardy. Anyway, Mahogany still hasn't contacted him. We remember, right, she left him in Wakachina. Yeah. So she hasn't reached out to him. So he sends one of his famous texts. Okay. My love, please consider meeting me today where we met on our first full day together. There's, I like how he specified the first full day. There's much to say. And first of all, the way he writes it is concerning. Everything is not, not poetry, right? Everything is not runaway train, but he tries to make it that way and he wrote way more than that he did like two or three scrolls when mm -hmm. he was reading back to the camera so he just didn't read out everything he wrote but it was another three to four pages he is like the first time you take a kid to a candy shop right the kid loves it but imagine your parents are like no sugar ever and then you don't get to the candy shop until you're like way too old but then you go there and you're like, holy shit, look at all these candies I've never tried. Okay. That's Ben with cell phones, oh. with a relationship, <laughs> because he's never had this. I don't think I don't think he's ever had a relationship with his ex-wife or anything that he would want to do all this. He would want to pour his heart out. Right. And now he's literally bringing the teenage boy in him that he probably never got to be. Because as he said himself, he grew up in a cult. Mm -hmm. So I don't think he was allowed to do crazy teenage things as we all have done, right? Who knows? So I almost feel like now he's in his 50s. He's like, oh, hell yes, I'm going to do it all. Right. But well, it's creepy because he, now he's old. He's got a little bit of that. arrested development because he wasn't able to mature. And so he's still stuck in that like teenage angst. Yeah. Or, yeah, I'm going to spill my heart out song lyrics, Ed Hardy t-shirts. <laughs> but it's sad because he's not old, but he's old for this. He's too old for this. And he's too old for... I mean, I'm for, too old for th this. Yeah, oh my gosh. If I'm you 20 said, years younger than this guy. If you sent me a longer text and like three three lines, I would be like, I'm not right. reading this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, TLDR. <laughs> so he heads out in the night. He's sitting by the water. He looks like he's freezing. I mean, it doesn't get any more romantic than this. Just like sitting in a cold, dark dock, shivering, hoping that your 22-year-old girlfriend, I don't know what to call yeah, her, I don't know. Uh, I, strolls up, but she does. She, she does. She shows up and she tells the camera, I left Wakachina. Because I felt disrespected. And I think Ben could have made up for his actions when we met. And I gave him my dad's note. But he didn't do anything to redeem himself. Mm -hmm. So he apologizes for that. And he apologizes for standing mahogany up at breakfast. But for once, he thinks his words are not enough. <laughs> he thinks he needs to present a physical apology. A plush teddy bear. A plush stuffed teddy that says amour. What's the difference between plush and stuffed? Mm, I don't know. I mean, plush is a word. I like saying plush. I don't... You know how I learned it? Yeah. I recently bought a plush kidney for my dad. Oh, right, right, right. For, yeah, a little uh, get well. It's um, 
it's a gift for people who either received or donated an organ, right? Mm-hmm. But it was a stuffed kidney. Yeah. But I feel like that sounds weird. So it said plush kidney and I love it. I think plush refers more to the outside. Um, stuffed is the inside. So plush would be like soft and mm. velvety. It's plush. Stuffed. Okay. It, it could be stuffed and it could be sandpaper on the outside. That wouldn't be very plush. Mm. Okay. Interesting. Moving on. Understand? Understand. Um, <laughs> so they're meeting up. They're there. Ben explains when he was at the restaurant waiting to meet her parents, he was kind of startled. He was shocked that they didn't show up and instead it was mahogany. So he was caught off guard. Yeah. Why weren't you happy that your so-called girlfriend showed right. up? Why were you throw, thrown off? Because, again, he's a 52-year-old man trapped in a 16-year-old's body. Mm-hmm. And so when he saw the parents, he's probably nervous. Like, imagine you're 16, you're at the mall. And, well, I guess it's the opposite. It should be the opposite. You should be, I'm just thinking, like, you're all worked up. You're ready to see the parents. Oh, like, you, you brush your teeth, you combed your hair, you're ready to make this good impression. And then they don't show up. You're probably like, what the heck? But what are you meeting parents when you were 16? You meet the parents, sure. You go over their house. I mean, I guess, but it's not as serious as when you meet the parents when you have a grown up relationship, which this This is is not not a This is not a grown up relationship. This is a predatory (laughs) relationship. Uh. So Mahogany says she felt like it didn't matter if, if she left him or not. And that's why she left, which I don't understand that logic. Like you drove with the guy yeah. to Wakachina. You're you're leaving. You're leaving well, the guy without said, a ride. She said she didn't feel like she mattered. Okay, but she's at least his ride. Yeah, she should have texted him like, she, he would have probably loved it. Like finally she's texting right. him saying, hey dude, or whatever she calls him. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go. I don't feel like you and I are vibing. Gotta hit the road without you. <laughs> Hope to catch you in San Bartolo for, for a drink. Right, right. That would have been lovely. <laughs> but Ben says, you know, I should have cared more about you and your feelings. And so he apologizes. And Mahogany forgives him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Pretty quickly. For, for now. Pretty quickly and says, okay, just don't do it again. And they go for a walk on the beach. They're holding hands. They walk out to the pier. And Ben goes... Can I tell you my truth? <laughs> I really like to tell you my truth. My truth is that I still love you and always will. Baby, I always will. If God has put us together, no one can separate us. Oh, Ben. God didn't put you together, Ben. Mahogany told you not to come, <laughs> but you felt the need to stalk her anyway. God did everything he could besides crash that plane mm-hmm. from keeping you together. Okay, so don't put this on God. And this is where Mahogany's acting right oh, to life. Because she's I wrote like, the overacting. Uh, she's like, oh, Benjamin, <laughs> this is so confusing. Right? Like she. No she was, one is going to say this in real life. She stood in front of the mirror in that Airbnb oh, yeah. for oh, hours yeah. rehearsing that line, mm-hmm. just figuring out exactly how she wanted to deliver it. Like normal person would probably say, uh, oh, wow. This is a lot. This yeah, is like, this oh, is a lot. Um, I, don't, I don't know how I feel. Like, yeah, maybe I'm a little confused by all this. Let, let me sit on this or not like, oh, Benjamin, Benjamin. this is so confusing. So confusing. And it's confusing for Ben because he doesn't understand Spanish. So he thinks she's saying it's impossible. Which is crazy because she says conf- confuso, confuso. Yeah. 
confusing. I think impossible is impossible. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. Um, but then the impossible happens. Okay. <laughs> out of nowhere, they start making out like teenagers. It, I, I think, you know why it's gross? Yes. Oh, she for is, 19 different reasons. Yes. Obviously, she's adult, an adult. Hopefully, she's old enough to do that. We don't know. We need to see ID. We've we've already gone yeah. from 24 but to I 22 think, or I think she's over 18, so. Okay. But she looks so much younger than him. Especially holding a teddy bear. Yeah. While they're making out with this 50-year-old man with a 20-year-old girl, and she's holding a teddy bear. And- isn't it one of your kids, like 22? Yeah. And then you add in the wet kiss sound effects. Like, this was ASMR. I really think in the editing room they What's put it. ASMR? It's like audio sensory. But it's oh. YouTube videos and it's all, I'm not going to do it in the mic because. Don't. Because we'll lose some listeners. But <laughs> but it's just like very intimate sounds. And it was, this was, this was turned up in post. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I I could not watch it. I was like, ew. I don't even yeah. understand why it happened. She was trying to give him a Spanish lesson, and then she just gave up and started making out with him. I mean, I almost feel like, A, it was part of her script. Right, and, and then B, they kissed. Yeah, B, they, he really wanted it, and she probably just caved in. It's like, oh, let me make out with this older dude, and I can <laughs> tell my friends about it later. This like, dilf. Yeah, I'm just going to, um, you know... I'm going to experience someone older. It's good for the future. Here's the real question I have. Did they actually make out? I think they did. Because I went back and I, I looked closely. Why? Like too closely. Why? Because the whole thing was so exaggerated. Her performance, the sound effects. I was like, is this real? And I went frame by frame. There's a couple frames where it looks lip to lip. A lot of it looks mouth to neck or mouth to cheek. That's even worse. Yeah. Like people, okay, let's really think about this, right? Because let's say she really is an actress, right? Yeah. Actresses and actors, they can make out, they can cry, they can do anything. That's a great point. So making out, it's nothing. It's not like they have to do a sex scene, right? right? That's a good point. So that's literally nothing. And even if she's not an actress and she, for some reason, just looks like one, but she's the real deal, make it out. You can get drunk and make out with people in the club when you're young. Oh, you calm down over there. Well, when you were like 16, oh, like, oh my 16, God. 16, that makes it worse. You're like, oh my <laughs> Why are you God. at a club when you're 16? Yeah, I mean, please. You're up. You're like, oh my gosh, I made out with three guys last night. I'm Jesus, such a slob. getting worse, Teresa. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm giving an example. Right, you know, not from yeah, my own personal experience or anything, but. So for her, make it out with Ben, she can be like, oh my gosh, girls, I made out with this 50 something, you're not American. I mean, right. it was okay, right? But like moving on. Right. So. I don't think making out is a big deal for her, but it's a very big deal for Ben because oh. he's never made down with anyone like this. That was hot. That was hot. <laughs> he really is what? stuck in high school. Right. I'm telling you. And, and Mahogany's, Mahogany's recap is for his age. That's pre- what I'm telling you. Pretty good kisser. Thought his dentures were going to come loose when we were making out, <laughs> but uh, that C-bond is strong. It held him, so pretty good. I'm telling pretty you, she's going to go and grab some ice cream with her friends tomorrow. She's like, yeah. oh my gosh, made out with Ben. I mean, it was okay for a 50-something year old, you know, right, right. but I mean, <laughs> moving on, I have a date with Jeremy uh, at five. Let's see what he's going to do. Yeah. yeah, so they, they finish their hot makeout sesh, 
And Ben's like, tomorrow we should start fresh. We're going to start fresh. Right after I go back to my hotel room and starch a few hand towels, we are going to start fresh. Well, he didn't, he's like, well, what should we do next? And she's like, well, I want to go home. Mm-hmm. Why don't you do, pro- I mean. She probably, or he probably thought she meant with him. Like, oh, we should go. Mm-hmm, we should mm-hmm. take this to the bedroom. Well, they don't want to bang before the wedding, but I'm sure he would like to cuddle. That'd be nice. Mm-hmm. That'd be nice. But I don't think she wants to do anything intimate with him. After seeing them kiss, I can't imagine what the first time having sex with. He might. Can you murder someone with your dick? Because he might murder her <laughs> with his dick. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Stop it. Um, so <laughs> the next day they meet up again. They're leaving San Bartolo, heading to Lima. I just want to say I like how Mahogany drove to Ben's, but then they get in a separate car. They get in a separate cab to drive to Lima. But Lima is only two hours. Right. I don't know why she didn't drive. Yeah. She didn't want mandatory so alone So this time. way she could go back whenever. Right. Because she's, she knows yeah. she, at any point she might need to make a quick escape. So they're driving and Mahogany points out her school. Oh, that's Scientific University of the South. That's my, that's my school. So I looked up this university. Because, you know, I'm a curious, yeah. I'm a curious George. And they offer 18 different bachelor programs. Okay. N- not many. It's not a lot of bachelor programs for a university. I don't think. I think my school offered dozens. That's true. Okay. One of the 18? Perform- Acting. Performing arts, <laughs> a.k.a. theater. Well, if she even goes there because Ben seemed to be thrown off because he's like, I almost feel like she never even told him she goes to that school. So her saying, oh, this is, this is my school. He's like, why don't you live on campus? She's like, mm, I don't know. Good question. The producers didn't include that in my backstory. That's Which what is a good, you know why it's a good question? Because it seems like the school is in Lima, right? Well, it was, I thought it was like right when they hit the road. Was it? It seems like it was right when they hit the okay, road. Okay, okay, okay. Never mind. But I was you, gonna say, you didn't live on campus. No, I didn't. But also I went to a school in a city. I mean... They're campus. Yeah. So if you go to a, a university in New York City, a lot of them have some dorms in a different part of the town. I went to a school in a city too. I lived in dorms for three of my four years. Yeah, some of my, some of the school, some of the campuses of my school, they had dorms in like Bronx. Yeah. And my school is in Brooklyn. Yeah. So it's so far. I mean, you can just, I almost feel like dorms are also expensive. They're super expensive. So you might as well just find an apartment with a roommate. But that's the point, right? Mahogany didn't say any of this. She was like, I don't know. That's a good question. How do you not even have a response to, to why you don't live on campus? I would just be like, oh, it's too expensive. Yeah. Oh, it's. Well, it, I don't want to. I, I don't want to. I, I don't think I, I, I would want to live on campus because. I lived in New York City. Why would I want to live on campus if I can live with a roommate or two? Even though I hated but them, I'll, I still can live in the city. Right. And also, she's 22. Yeah. So she says. She's not 18. You're not a freshman in college. Yeah. You know, usually when you get to junior, senior year, you move off campus. You get an apartment. Oh, I didn't know that. Which is, at least in, I guess, I went to school in the city. So that's what happens, I think, maybe in those larger rural campuses you stay on. I don't know. But she didn't. She didn't say that. She could have said, oh, yeah, I moved off campus in my junior year. I got my own place. Her response, I don't know. Good question. What? Yeah, she wasn't prepared. The the writers didn't include that, so she didn't know what to say. You know, she reminded me of Nugget 
from the pig royalty oh, when they were tell me. please tell me how they were asking him some questions oh, about his new how, pig how and he's like i weigh? don't know dude make it up right, say the right, pig right. it's cereal for breakfast or say yeah. something what do you feed your pig yeah He's like, I don't know. I don't know. Good question. Oh my gosh. She should have. (laughs) Nuggets 11, though, or whatever. Very true. She should have just said, Oh, I don't live on campus because, um, I don't know. Like, I have a job that requires me to work late. Or, I don't know. Dude, say something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all these inconsistencies, they reminded Ben of how she doesn't have answers for much of anything. And so he's like, I need to address this before I leave. So they get to Lima, they're walking around the park, and Ben's like, I need to talk to you before I leave. I was laughing because he said, now we're in a good place in our relationship, so I can I can really talk to her about more important things. So we made out. What relationship are you in, Ben? Because we, the we relationship we see, it's like non-existing. You made out at a party in high school. I mean, it's the best it's ever been. In his defense. I mean, okay. But in his <laughs> mind, they're in a good place. And so they they sit down, they talk, and he's like, relationships take trust. And it works both ways. And so when I saw you in person, you did look different than the photos. And then you also told me your age. And that was different. And Mahogany's like, what? What? I don't, I don't remember. I don't, I don't remember. And Ben's like, well, were you hiding your age? I was surprised he even brought up her looks. Yeah, that was almost too far. There was so many, bring up the apartment. Mm -hmm. Sure, bring up the age. To bring up your photos is like, still pretty girl. You're still sitting next to a pretty girl. Yeah, I was looking at the photos again. I think it is because I've read some spoilers or some conspiracy theories on social media. I said, that's not even her in the photos. I think it is. Yeah. But with a lot of filters. and Yeah, we've seen the magic of filters. Listen, I've been there. I was making my face skinny when I took a photo with a famous hockey player. But it was right after I had a big burrito and a bunch of <laughs> and a bag of chips and I was yeah. full of salt. You had burrito throw and burrito face. And my, my face from that angle looked a little bigger. So what did I do? I went and I photoshopped it in. Sure. You went in the photo too. Oh, I, I was? I didn't photoshop. It was with Patrick Elias. Oh. Shout out to Remember? Patrick Elias. Remember we took the photo remember. with him? Yeah. I skinned it myself oh, in I didn't that know photo. That. I didn't know that. But hey, we all have been there. You should have right? made you should have made Patrick taller. You could use a couple <laughs> inches. So I get it. All girls, all girls do it. Listen, I'm not gonna lie, we've all done it. We all put filters on ourselves, right? Right. But she went a little too far. But that's not the thing you bring up. Like you're sitting, I absolutely you're, what I was gonna say. Sitting, yeah, you're sitting next to a pretty girl. If if she was 60 years old and she made herself look mm-hmm. like she was 30, Absolutely, okay, you bring yeah. that up. And that's why I said, I don't really get why he brought the looks. Yeah. I would get the age, you know, the apartment, all those inconsistencies. So he brings up the age and Mahogany's now pretending like she doesn't speak English. Mm-hmm, I, don't, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't understand. What do you, what do you mean? And she tries to turn the table on him and she's like, there are things you didn't tell me. Oh yeah. She, she's good. But she's not, though. Like, it's she's good that she turned the table, but she goes, you didn't tell me you didn't get along with your wife. <laughs> uh, Mahogany, most people who divorce their wives didn't get along with their wives. That's why they got divorced. Okay, you don't really need to explain that. Mm-hmm. Ben is like, are you hiding anything from me? It's like, oh, my gosh, both of you. Yeah, and so this conversation, I guess, got too hot to handle. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I, it literally went from, oh my gosh, we're in such a good place. I'm just going <laughs> to talk to her about everything to talking about everything to Mahogany basically saying, oh, I'm sorry, Benjamin, but I need to leave. The, the, yeah, to Mahogany <laughs> basically standing up and walking backwards as she's saying like, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not the one playing games as she's just stepping, creeping backwards. And yeah, Ben is like, I just want everything on the table. Let's talk about it. She's like, mm, I gotta go. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> she just leaves. And that's why she drove her own car. Oh, she didn't. Oh, no, that, right. That's why she should have driven her own car. I was literally <laughs> going to say that that's why she should have, because now she's stuck in Lima. Yeah. yeah. I hope she has not a boyfriend that she can crash with. Maybe. Yeah. It's so weird. This, honestly, I hope this one hour tell all that we're getting next week is just Ben and Mahogany. I could do so a, many questions. I could, I could do a three part tell all on just Ben and mm-hmm. Mahogany. So many questions. I so need, many questions. I need so many answers. I hope they'll bring up the family, like the everything. Apartment. Let's all put it on the table on. if they want it. Let's do it. Because if you don't address it, and I'm ride or die with 90 Day Fiance, right? We'll never stop watching. But if you don't address this stuff, you start to lose some credibility. Absolutely. 90 Day Fiance. And it happened. I feel like there was a tell-all. And I don't want oh, it was the Darcy and Stacey tell-all. They didn't address oh, yeah. anything they that was happening on the show. They brought up her past. They didn't talk about the season. They didn't talk Not about one segment of the season at all. Yeah. No. So hopefully this is not the case because we need answers. We need answers. Okay. Justice for us. Everyone's always doing justice for this person, justice for that person. Justice for the viewers. How about justice for the viewers? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Let's talk about another surprising revelation here. Hamza in Memphis. It's wedding day. And Memphis is getting her hair done while Mother Hyatt hand feeds her lamb liver. Really? Liver's good for you. I'm sure no, it's I'm not a big fan fantastic of fantastic. Honestly, you. I'm not a big fan of liver. We used to I I think I explained I talked to you about this. I talked to you guys about it, about how we do lunches in school in the Czech Republic, you right? Sure did. Right? Yeah. Every week or every two weeks, there was a freaking liver on the menu with rice mm-hmm. and a sauce, and I hated it. it. But apparently, it's good for you. When you call it foie gras, it sounds much fancier. Mm-hmm. So I would have just called it lamb foie gras. <laughs> but Memphis was less than impressed. Yeah, but she's having fun. She's enjoying this. Yeah, she's she's getting henna done, which looked awesome. Yeah. I, I liked that she, she was getting henna on her foot. And it was right next to a, tattoo. a real, yeah, it yeah. was like a flower tattoo. And I was like, this, this is the coming together of two cultures right here. This is the coming together of Tunisian culture and American culture. It's a metaphor right on her foot. And I loved it. Beautiful. Yeah. Hamza comes into the room and he's telling us that normally the groom gets ready in his house. Yeah. The bride gets ready in her house. However... This situation isn't allowing Memphis to get ready in her house because she's a foreigner. Mm-hmm. And I think this is everywhere. You get ready in your house or if you're at the venue, you get ready in your own room. We or- got ready. Yeah, we got ready in two separate yeah. rooms. Um, yeah, I think there were a lot of exceptions to this wedding because Memphis cl- clearly had no idea what was going on. Mm-hmm. I was like, he comes, he's like, mm, Hannah, temporary tattoo. Smells good. <laughs> Smells good. I, I think I missed that. I like. Does it? I 
I don't know how it smells. I remember no. I've done it once. I, I bought henna once. I thought I was going to do henna tattoos. I I've done it in Croatia. It was a big hit. You don't remember the scent of the henna? No, I don't. Mm. Yeah. Well, then Hamza's dad and uncle show up. And apparently this was the first time Hamza saw his mom and dad together in the same house. Oh, wow. Which is, yeah, that's wild. Um, but they were there to support her, which was nice to see. Okay. Let me ask you if you got this. What was the father's name? Oh, I didn't it even was, write it down. I think it was Abderabak. I did not even write it down. I don't know if I'm pronouncing saw, it correctly. I saw a lot of consonants and I bailed I almost, writing it down. I felt like I saw an ABC. Yeah. <laughs> so I like tried to get it. Guys, yeah. don't hate me if it's not correct, but I think I'm getting, I'm pretty I close. think that's incorrect, but it's closer Stop than- Stop it. It's closer than my- Stop it. Which is, is not even trying. <laughs> a for effort and A for Ababadag. Or whatever his name was. Abdurabak. Yes. So Hamza is getting his hair done. And I think it's so funny. And they've done it before. I just want to point out. I just want to point out before okay. you, before we go for it. You get pissed when people mess your name up. So just putting it out there that you and are I, most likely messing up his I name. I apologize in advance. Yes. But I found his name very intriguing. Those foreign names. Love it. Can't just be American names. So much easier to pronounce Billy Bob. <laughs> Way easier to pronounce than Abdurabak. Like Michael Jones. Michael Jones. Michael Smith. Can't we just get some good old American Ma Michael names? Michael Scott. Michael Scott. All the Michaels. <laughs> Michael. All the Michaels. Uh, yes. Did you see how, like, Hamza was getting ready, obviously, in the same apartment, and he's, like, sitting in the middle, and they're doing his hair, and all the guys are, like, sitting around watching him. I love it. It's so weird. And they've done it before. We've yeah, seen they're, it. They're, they're doing something else. Freshening them up in the living room. Like imagine like you're doing your hair and the whole family sits in the circle around you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Listen, I mean, I'm all for traditions. We love traditions. I'm not making fun of the traditions. I'm just saying that if you just think about it and you apply it to your life, right. it's wild. I mean, most traditions are, I don't know if they're like wild, but when you don't do them, they're they're unique, absolutely to say the least. I love traditions. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so everyone's dressed. Mm -hmm. I didn't know Memphis's dress came with a Yoda hood, but maybe that's <laughs> part of the tradition. I still love the. It's not a dress; it's a jumpsuit. The jumpsuit looks good. Yeah, the, I yeah, love it. The, I've the I've hood. seen like some quest, uh, questionable reviews of this dress on social media. Oh, really? Yeah. But I personally thought it looked good. Okay. I mean, yeah, she looked good. Hamza takes the wedding cake. He looked regal, as Memphis says. Well, I was going to say that I really appreciated her embracing the culture because she said- Oh, how bite your tongue before you say that. Well, she Did said- Did you see her at the ceremony? She was like, her eyes were about to roll out of her head. Well, no one explained to her what she, what to do and what not to do. So that well, was all that. Well, she could have- visited google.com for oh. a second or two imagine we got married in check mm -hmm. as we planned to do are you still doing it i mean we could do something we but can do a party imagine we're standing there in check and i'm sure they'll speak check during the ceremony and i'm just rolling my eyes like i don't know what's happening i would never let you walk down the aisle or whatever you so you're putting to do. this on hamza yes i would okay. never Put you in a situation where you would be so lost that you would have to roll but your eyes. But I would eyes. smile and nod, even if you did. I would just be like, yep, this is cool. 
I wouldn't look like. Was she I, rolling I her eyes yes, though? I wouldn't look like I was about to diary in my pants and I was looking for the nearest bathroom. I mean, she did have some digestive issues. I know, but and she is wearing she, white. It was. I found it a little rude. See, I missed the eye rolling. I almost felt like it wasn't was eye like, rolling, but it was. She was like, laughing, com- being confused because she's like. I don't know. Do I put my hands up or not? Or what do I do? They're chanting. I don't understand. It's, I'll put it on both of them. It's both of their faults. True. She, okay. She should have been informed, but without the information, she should have played it cooler. She should have. Been. But back to what I was saying is that she was like, oh, look at Hamza. His outfit is so beautiful. Look at the detailed work. Like yeah. She appreciates right, right, right. it. How there are, or they, there were 90 daters who would be like, oh, what is that? Like, I don't want him to wear a tax like in America. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Good old tax. Yeah. American flag tie, red, white, and blue, <laughs> like the good old United States of America. <laughs> so I did appreciate her being into this whole thing, but let me ask you this, right? Yes. You know what, let's, let's finish this and I'll ask you later. All right. Okay. They, they, well, they go to the venue. They take a car ride to the venue and they seem very happy. Like, this is honestly the most comfortable they've seemed together all yeah. season, I think. I feel like the bikes are following them. They're all yeah. the wedding guests. Mm-hmm. Not everyone's dressed up. Ah. Some people are just wearing like puffers and jeans and yeah, sunglasses. It's cash. It's cash. Very okay. cash. Black tie, very optional for this wedding. <laughs> um, Memphis goes, I feel like a foster kid again, getting picked up by my new family. And, okay, let me ask you this. Now I can say it. Yeah. I almost feel like she loves this whole family affair way more than she loves Hamza. She loves being part of the family. She loves being part of something bigger Hamza comes with it. Yeah. But I don't see her loving Hamza. No, Hamza's a consolation prize. I said it I th- maybe last episode of the episode before. I was like, she just wants to be accepted. Yes. She had such a tough upbringing. Her family was in and out of prison. Her mom left her. Right, They were on the streets. She just wants a stable family. And it's so sad because she literally said it. She's like... I felt like a foster kid being picked up again. That's not what you should say on your wedding day. No, but I, I truly believe that's how she feels. No, that's, I'm not, I'm not saying she's what wrong. That's what she was craving. I'm not saying she's wrong for saying that. I'm saying I feel, I feel sad that that's why maybe subconsciously she's doing this. I, f- I think it's okay she said it. I just feel like she should love her husband equally or right. more. As much as she loves that his comes family. first in like we yes. love we love our in laws, yes. But more than you love my parents, you love me, and it's Obviously. just it's just nice that you get along with my family. Same for you. Memphis is super pumped about being accepted into a family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she really is, and I it almost like broke my heart. But then I thought about this. Imagine him going to America, right? His English is not good. He won't be able to work. Their relationship doesn't seem to be very solid because no. she's always hiding something. She always like unveils yeah. stuff, right? I feel like it's going to be such a sh- culture shock for him, right? And on top of everything, they cannot communicate. I know. So I'm I here know. for it. I mean, yeah, <laughs> show us uh, 90 day. I'll, I mean, I'll watch more 90 day. We may see some. So they sign a notarized document. It's a lot of paperwork for this for this wedding ceremony and they do a prayer and at the end of the prayer Hamza looks at her and goes you're married to me now 
Yeah, it was very quick. That was it. Yeah. Um, Mother Hyatt always making me emotional, telling mm-hmm. the camera, I'm not a selfish person. I won't keep palms at him myself. I just want him to have the best life he can have. Hopefully this is it. Yeah. So they dance, like they do a bit of like a Tunisian hop mm-hmm. in the gila, right? They're Loved like circling it. around each other. No chair lifting, which is something <laughs> we love, but it was a, it was a bit of a nice... Nice celebration. Yeah, nice that dance. was very nice. And staying true to the three-week plan, tomorrow's the honeymoon. <laughs> Which we did not see. Because they were creaking the bed a little bit, well, that's as, good. as they said. That's, Memphis is like, yeah, I'm excited for some sexy time. She literally came to Tunisia for a new family and some good old sex. <laughs> yeah, some good old Tunisian sex. <laughs> so here we go. New day. Memphis and Homs, they had their honeymoon. It was beautiful. According to them, Memphis says the fairy tale is over. She has something she needs to tell Hamza. So and uh, did you see it coming? Um, in reality, like I saw a lot of spoilers on social media. I know. In reality, no, I did not see it coming. No, but when she said it first, I was like, oh my gosh, there's another issue. Something that right. she didn't tell him. Right. But then I did think of all the spoilers and I was like, she's a mama again. And yes, she's pregnant. Yeah, she tells Hamza my stomach wasn't feeling good. So I I took a pregnancy test and I'm pregnant. And Hamza's like, what? You show me, show me baby test. (laughs) And I love it. I'm going to, from this day forward, I'm going to call a pregnancy test. The baby test. Show me a baby test. And Memphis shows the test. And Hamza is thrilled, right? This is the yes. best reaction you could ask mm-hmm. for. And the sad part is Memphis will likely have to go through the pregnancy without Hamza. Yeah. But he says he'll try to be there for the birth. I want to be there when Memphis tells her kids. Why? Hey, guess what? So I went on this vacation and now not only do you have a new dad that you've never met, you have a new sibling. Yes. I would I like mean, to be there for that. I mean, kids will understand. They will not understand the portion of how she got pregnant. I think she has younger kids. But, I mean, a new sibling. And a new, da- and a new dad. And a new daddy. It's a lot. It's all one. So, okay. I was really questioning. Whether this was Hamza's baby. Okay. I'm sure a lot of us were questioning, right? The timeline is very tight. Mm-hmm. It's a three-week timeline. I don't think you can really know if you're pregnant for close to two weeks. So it's a very tight timeline. So I thought for a second, did she do more than just sleep at her exes when she went over there? And then I remembered them going away on that overnight and her ordering Grey Goose on Grey Goose on Grey Goose. And I well, was like... She was drinking, so I think she did get pregnant after that. I think she got pregnant before that, but she didn't know. She didn't know. know. Because she said, yeah, I'm only three weeks pregnant. She came three weeks ago. Yeah. And on the first night, Hamza sneaked in and they banged. And remember, they? she said it was very quick. He probably, he hasn't had sex in a while, right? So we went all into Memphis. Yeah. They didn't take any precautions. But there's no way she would know she's three weeks pregnant unless she went to a doctor. No, but, okay, this is why I think she said it. I think she said it, A, she kind of estimated. B, she thinks they got pregnant on the first bank. Yeah. Because 
she kept drinking and everything. She didn't feel sick or nauseous. And maybe she didn't have full sexy time until later. So maybe that's her just guessing. What do you mean full sexy time until later? Like they banged that first night and then she said, well, right. I don't want oh, to right, disrespect right, 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 your right, right, mom. Right, right, right. So they paused for yeah, a Yeah, I, I don't think... If she got pregnant the night that they were doing vodka on vodka on vodka, I don't think it would show. Right. It, it was only like a, a week and a half yeah. later. So I almost feel like that was, and this is just me guessing, that was her estimation thinking, oh shit, like the first yeah. time we banged, I got pregnant. Yeah. Well, so she's pregnant. We see them at the apartment with Haya and Ravia and they tell them Memphis is pregnant. And they're thrilled. I mean, they're of course so happy. they are. Yeah. No, it's just great. I mean, what do you mean, of course they are? Because. They're, they're they, married, which is fine. Yeah. But Hyatt like, was like, I wish they didn't have sex before the yeah. marriage, but this is a great outcome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. I mean, I was wrong. I'll admit I was wrong. Not only did I not think they would get married. I kind of thought this was a sham relationship just, just to get on television. And maybe it was, and they ended up getting pregnant and they have to now have some sort of relationship, but they, uh, they have a relationship. All right. Well, I'm glad they made it because she would have been pregnant regardless. Mm-hmm. And going back to America, not married yeah. and pregnant yeah. would have been way worse. Yeah. 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 So, all right. Happy ending for them. So far, we'll see. For I guess sure. things things could always take let's a turn. Keep an eye on these lovebirds. Let's let's wrap up with a sham relationship then. Ooh, Kimberly and Usman. Kim's last day in Tanzania. In a hotel room, it's the morning, and Soja Boy is on his cell phone. Yeah, I mean she's not happy about that, but she is feeling more positive ever since Soldier Boy dropped his new single Internet Girl. She's <laughs> she's feeling more and more positive about the relationship. She's like, he's always on his phone. Like, I don't get it. It's the younger generation. I mean, that's how you guys met. <laughs> a and B I would be pissed at you if we were hanging out in a bed or hanging out in general and you were on your phone. I would be like, Oh hell no, like put it away. Unless you're doing work. Or right. someone's dying. Especially, you don't need to be on your phone when you're talking to me. Kimberly's dying. I mean, <laughs> each and every day. But <laughs> yeah, your last day together, and you're gonna go now be apart for however many weeks, months. It's like, yeah, you spend every second with me. Yeah, like, don't be on your phone. We have phone rules in our household, and we don't touch our phones during dinner That's or true. during any any meal unless something's crazy. Or right? during 90 Day Fiance or during podcasting. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know where my phone is. Exactly. <laughs> we don't, we are not on our phones when we are in bed unless you're setting up your alarm clock. Mm-hmm. Like you need to enjoy each But they're not other. even phone. They're like unspoken phone Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. For yeah. sure. So that's, eh, everyone's different. Theresa. I'm not judging. I'm just. Oh, oh we are. A little bit. All I'm saying is what you said. It's the last day. Right. Unless you're taking selfies, just get off the phone. Selfies exactly. with Kim. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so they hop in a cab. They got to head to the airport. Kim is very emotional. And Soldier Boy is trying to comfort her, holding her, hugging her, kissing her on the Very lovey-dovey. I feel like the cab is where they are the most intimate. I know he gave her the yammy yammy in bed, but every time they're in a car, 
they're always touchy-feely. He's always, like, napping on her bosom, mm. right? There's always rubbing and cuddling. Which is interesting because it's still in public. There's someone else there. Mm. So, I mean, let's get to that. So, apparently Kim did get the yammy last night. And Kim she makes... She did or didn't? Did. She, oh. she said she got the yammy. And she makes him pinky swear he's done giving out his yammy until they see each other again. So... Mm-hmm. I mean, if you have to make your girlfriend pinky swear that, or your boyfriend pinky swear that they're not going to have sex with someone, that's not the sign of a good relationship, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, we found a song instead. (laughs) They they get to the airport. Kim's crying once again. You you skipped the song just like that? I mean, he recited the song again. Was it the same song? Uh, maybe he freestyled something different. He's like, you got my yummy. You say you loves it. Baby Kimberly. Not the melody, but I forgot that. I mean, do do that again one more time. Because uh, no. I think there's a motor. No, I think there's a motorcycle driving by. Really? And I want to make sure our our friends heard it. Okay, you got my yummy. Uh-huh. You say you loves it. Tell him. Tell him. Baby Kimberly. Baby. That's very nice. Very nice. Oh, he had a typo. He said you say loves it. I mean, that's it's called rap, Teresa. Okay. Get with it, okay. I mean, so when I... We don't bo- have proofreaders in When our, I in butcher the English language, can I call it rap? Yeah, as long <laughs> as you put it to a melody. So, okay, they're at the airport. Kim's crying. And I don't know. Soldier Boy's like, he does this maneuver where he doesn't really want to hold her in public. So it looks more like he's giving her the Heimlich maneuver. Like he's kind of behind her with his arms around her stomach. And the producer goes, is there going to be a goodbye kiss? And of course, Kim wants it. But Soldier Boy says he can't. I almost, almost was going to give her credit for respecting the culture of the country, right? Yeah. Until today. Because she got pissed. Yeah. Because he was like, no, we're still in public. Like, I cannot just make out. Yeah. And I would say you were on television. That's kind of public. You were in Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like they can do it. Well, didn't he say he has to be married? Or engage and they still made out. It's he's bending the rule. He's bending the rules. He's bending all the rules. He's bending all the rules. And so yeah, now Kim's upset. So they just kind of hug it out. It's a very strange goodbye because Kim is saying, I love you, bye, I love you. Soldier Boy does not reciprocate with words. Mm -hmm. He just goes, Okay, well, uh, we'll see you soon, right? We'll see you soon. And Kim's just crying her eyes, saying she loves him. And Soldier Boy goes, high five. What a great way to end an emotional <sighs> getaway. And like there was nobody at the airport, so I would hardly call that public. They could have snuck a kiss, right? Oh, like, yeah. Uh, if it was n- not disrespect anyone's culture, but if it was real romance, you would sneak a kiss. Oh, you could have sneaked a kiss, quick kiss in the cab when the cab driver yeah. is looking at the road. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, there are ways to show your love and affection and Yeah. And yeah, Soldier Boy took the easy way out. Yeah. And she's off. But that's it, yeah. She leaves and and who knows what's to come. We'll find out in the tell all, maybe. Who knows, guys? Who knows? But stay tuned. We will definitely learn more next episode and the episode after that. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. I I hate taking notes. Of the towels because it gets very confusing. Because so many people are talking all yeah, at once. Yeah, but I love... We need answers. I love watching it. I love... I just love it. Justice <laughs> for us. Justice yes. for the viewers. Yeah. So, 
Guys, thanks for listening. Good episode. We enjoyed watching it. We hope you enjoyed listening. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. We'll keep you updated over there on what's going on. We got memes. You message us. We love it. At Married to Reality Pod on Instagram. Also, make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening. So easy to do. Look down. Smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot as hopefully the towels are going to be. So hot. Because we need some hotness. Yes. And thank you again for the reviews. As we said, it doesn't need to be some long thing. We no. love We love when it is. We love, we're not judging you by the word, but we do love when they're long. But also when they're short, like Shorty MX, M3X. Thank you, Shorty. Thank you so much. Short yeah. but sweet. Long, short, whatever you guys feel is right. Yes. Some of you might, I mean, don't ban us. Don't what? Ban us. What does that mean? Don't send us five pages. Oh, ban us. <laughs> I thought you were saying don't ban us. No, don't B-E-N. Don't, don't Benjamin us. Yeah. But don't ban if you us. did, we would still read it. We, we would, would absolutely love it. read it. We yeah. would love it. Yeah. <laughs> So thank you so much for the review. And please, if you haven't left one, if you, if you got a few seconds and you can rate and review it, it would be amazing if you could. Absolutely. I'm going to pull you off. You're going to pull me off? Is that how you say it? I don't know what you're about to do. <laughs> I was going to say, gonna, gonna did, do? You say it all? did you say it all? You're going to pull on me? Yeah. What do you mean? We go, we've got a... Uh, We've got a formula over okay, here. For okay, us. Oh, okay. you do it. You do it. You do it. Why okay. do you? It's not even the last episode. If this is the last episode of the season. Oh, I okay, could, you do it then. You do it. Teresa, have you said it all? <laughs> I've said it all. <laughs> so, no, all right. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.